welcome to another episode of the Capulus Podcast. Yes, hello, hello. So we are going to be speaking today about post-secondary transitions and, you know, leaving high school and giving first our insights and then like some insights for students who may be struggling right now. So first, we're going to start off by talking about what we are sort of worried about at the moment. Uh, Karina, you can start off. Thank you. Um, So I feel like something I may be worried about is just workload. It's actually Mm -hmm. starting post-secondary. It's just I'm worried how the workload will be, whether there's going to be a lot. Um, That's just the biggest worry that I can think of. I think right now... I'm just worried about like my specific career because I think that there are so many different paths I want to go down. Mm -hmm. I think like through high school I've been able to narrow them down to like two. Mm -hmm. So it's just like I'm a little bit worried exactly where I will go. Do you know where you want to maybe go? Do you have any ideas? One to two ideas? Um, (laughs) yeah, well, I'm thinking between two schools. Mm But I feel like some people would, I think it was just like, they would automatically know where they want to go if I were to tell them these two options. But I feel like I'm quite worried because of what I want to do in the future. And so I just want to make sure that I make the right decision. Mm -hmm. And I guess like not regret it later on. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard, you know, stories of like others are like, oh, I went to this school or this university and oh, maybe I should have gone to this school and then transferred or Mm -hmm. it's like um, stuff like that basically. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I I think I told you before, but like some people were asking me like where I want to go and I initially had like this really set goal of either one to two schools like you but then I actually went a completely unconventional not really unconventional but you know different path than I initially planned okay so next we will get into what students may be worried about Mm -hmm. like Galicia mentioned it's kind of like I think that students may, you know, get uh, maybe worried about is which school they would want to go to mm-hmm. as well. I think that's common in a lot of people, as mm-hmm. well as like, I think as you mentioned as well, what major, you know, they want to, you know, their career path they want to pursue because mm-hmm. when we graduate, we're, you know, around the age of, for most like eighteen, mm-hmm. I think at least in Canada, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I mean that's like a big decision I think when you're. A teenager and you're still trying to you know figure out what you want to do because you're going to be in this career that you'll end up choosing for a lot of I guess your life right yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree and some people like you mentioned with the majors too like it can really be the determining sort of factor like whether you get your career or not Mm -hmm. so it's it's sort of hard for students to make those decisions at such a young age and I, th- I definitely think there would be stresses there. For Another sure. thing I think students also may be worrying about is uh, maybe financial barriers in education as well. Of course, funding for that and knowing if you could potentially go to somewhere where you're going to be fully funded or like get some sort of help. Um, but something something that can also be a little bit of a trouble is that you might want to go somewhere where you can be funded, but you're not too sure if the opportunities will be too great. 
So yeah, the financial barrier is, is definitely a big thing for sure. Definitely, and I feel like it's, no, I feel like it's kind of upsetting to hear that students don't really start um, their studies in post-secondary right away as they, mm-hmm. you know, there's some financial problem, uh, financial barriers, like you mm-hmm. said, so they might have to, you know, figure that out first, and they might have to postpone mm-hmm. the whole, yeah, transition over to post-secondary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Are there any others that you've thought of? Um, maybe scholarships. Mm-hmm. They, it's like worried to hear about scholarships, um, whether it's from the university that offers scholarships or I guess maybe a company, mm-hmm. as well as just, I think, hearing back from post-secondaries. Mm-hmm. That could be definitely mm-hmm. worrying and stressful mm-hmm. for students. Definitely on social media, um, people post like, oh, I got into, you know, this like school, right? And it's very, I feel like, stressful for like others. Like, what? I'm still waiting to hear back. That's definitely true. And I, I think that people may feel a little bit pressured or, you know, feel like they're sort of left out. What is it called? Like FOMO, you know, when it comes to schools and post-secondary, because when you do make that commitment, it's really a really big, you know, pivotal life moment for you. So um, waiting and like all of that, you know, prolonged waiting is really going to take um, a toll on how you view maybe yourself sometimes or how you view your future opportunities. So I definitely view that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. And when you said uh, feeling pressured, that kind of reminded me. I think maybe parents, right, guardians, mm-hmm. they may be like pressuring you, pressuring you into, or a student or, you know, their child to go into a certain career path. Mm-hmm. Ah, another thing I just thought of was housing. Like, I think mm. that there are kind of three big things when you're thinking about post-secondary you know, finances, how are you going to pay for your school, um, employment, you know, what job you're possibly going to get after school, and third, housing. It's sometimes for students who are going to a completely different mm-hmm. province for us in Canada or mm-hmm. state um, or country, really, you, you're really new to the, the land in a sense. So um, ensuring you have ha- housing is sometimes sort of limited because of, you know, how many students may want to go to the same school, mm-hmm. and I think that is also a really worrisome period, the, all that waiting for housing and decisions, and yeah, it can become a lot. Oh, definitely. For some people, it could be easier to make decisions, because if they want to go somewhere that's maybe more far away, they may know a relative that lives mm-hmm. close by, so that's, you know, of course that makes it easier, but not for all, especially if it's Maybe a different province, state, or country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next, um, and our last little segment, we will be speaking about how students may be able to mitigate these sort of troubles and worries that they're going through during this time. So I think to start off, one about waiting. I think waiting can you know take form in so many places, whether it's housing or hearing back from internships you know you need to get a job in the summer maybe or um really just the decisions from the post-secondary institutions those can be very very worrisome and like i mentioned before like a determining factor in which career you are able to pursue Mm -hmm. um so i think something i would say is that uh for students who are waiting and sort of unsure which decision they would like to make or which school they would like to attend to uh, figure out which will provide you the most opportunities and the most leverage in the real world 
So it's sort of hard to when you're just entering to a secondary, but sometimes think about uh, the opportunities that that school will provide for you. So sometimes it may not have to be all about prestige within the school, but also which opportunities they have for you as a student supporting what you might want to do in the future. Well said, Galicia. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, something you could do is distracting yourself. Mm-hmm. I know that may be hard. Try to take your mind off of, mm-hmm. you know, waiting. And, of course, waiting is, you know, it's worrying. It's like every day, you know, you might be checking your email or mm-hmm. mailbox. And to make decisions, you could make a pro and con list, maybe. Ah, yeah. That's a really great point. Do you want to talk about pros and cons list? like a couple of schools that you're thinking about going to or maybe it's just two for each school or post-secondary you know you -hmm. could make a pros and cons list Mm -hmm. so oh all the it's kind of self-explanatory all like the pros like oh why would you want to go there or it's like oh they have this and this and then Mm -hmm. all the cons and from there you could just compare Mm -hmm. because everything will be in front of you (laughs) and so it might make it easier Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well said, <laughs> Okay, I think there was a common trend where Karina and I were talking about not exactly knowing what you want to do, whether that's major, like Karina mentioned, or really the school, which uh, post-secondary institution you do decide to go to. Mm-hmm. So what do you think students may be able to do to get through that indecisiveness, if, in, if they can? Uh, it may be difficult, I'm not sure, just because mm-hmm. obviously maybe if you start in the beginning of high school maybe Mm -hmm. you could really try to explore your options like maybe trying to find a job or you know different volunteer opportunities Mm -hmm. maybe that's like somewhat close to what you may be interested in Mm -hmm. and I feel like there could be workshops or like you could watch maybe you know videos or documentaries Mm -hmm. that might have information and so but I feel like a somewhat close you know doing it physically you know mm-hmm. trying to get the idea of it yeah yeah yeah. might be helpful and you'd kind of mm-hmm. realize like is this what I actually want to do mm-hmm. you know yeah that, that's a really great point <laughs> I think like you just mentioned sort of replicating what a future person in your career field may be doing so I, I always talk about that a lot like whether that's mentoring um you know seeing if you can shadow someone so shadowing is a term of just um seeking out someone in your aspired career and seeing what they do into their day-to-day life um, and how you can potentially gain some insight from them and then maybe even setting up a coffee chat you know in this like virtual era you can still Mm -hmm. set up a little meeting if you would like and of course connect with your family that would be a really great decision too for sure yeah and I again linking back to Karina's pros and cons list really great idea and like you mentioned um, talking to family you can also, yeah, reach out, maybe mm-hmm. email people who are in maybe the field that mm-hmm. you're, you're interested, in, interested in, if that's possible, mm-hmm. you know, maybe try to get some insight, if that yes. makes sense. <laughs> that mm-hmm. could, you know, maybe help. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh. oh, yes. And a little promo, if we will. So the organization, Karin and I both uh, take the lead on, Leading Learners, <laughs> we actually have a... Um, organizational planning sheet for post-secondary so you can bottleneck your post-secondary decision and you know compare compare and contrast um, which schools you're accepted to so definitely check that out if you would like to yeah one of the last things Mm -hmm. we will be talking about um, is 
I guess, the motivation to apply, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might, you know, we don't really know how some applications look like. Mm-hmm. Different post-secondary schools you know, look for different things in each application. They might ask you, oh, a couple of paragraphs about yourself mm-hmm. or different questions, trying to get to know you, like a little mm-hmm. portfolio, right? Yeah, yeah. And, or some just kind of require, oh, just put down, you know, certain information, of mm-hmm. course. Um, you know, to contact you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think something that may, you know, that may, some people may experience is, I guess, yeah, the motivation to apply. Mm-hmm. They might not know how these applications look like, and, you know, they might just not even apply. Mm-hmm. And then it's a little too late yeah. to apply to certain schools. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, that's something that could be, I don't know the word, like, um, disappointing in the end because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're a little behind now right as for the motivation factor i would say that really to gain insight uh get to know a little bit about each section if they have sections and also the university has um normally you know a little how-to of how the application goes as the last thing we will be talking about before we end off the episode is um extracurriculars that schools may look for (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think that students are really worried about, you know, if they have enough extracurriculars and if they're even able to complete these work or service hours that are required for graduation. And some things I was recently informed of, and this is before I did my like whole social media detox, was that different areas, so whether it's your city, region, or really your countrywide, because, you know, we're all virtual now, um, you can research different Facebook groups specific to your area and then um, search virtual opportunities with that or youth opportunities and they have so many opportunities being posted uh, daily so definitely check that out and um, Facebook as well is really great for connecting with prospective students and they have different groups pertaining to each post-secondary institution and their graduating year and some are even down to the faculty so you could search you know your post-secondary institution arts 2025 for example mm-hmm. so yeah i would recommend that for sure yeah that's really good and so i feel like like you mentioned facebook it's just it seems easier now mm-hmm. to look for opportunities mm-hmm. to for places to volunteer or just to gain i guess knowledge and experience mm-hmm. for the future and so for extracurriculars you can you know maybe if you look around do a little searching you might find that maybe your local library mm-hmm. or schools um, you know, your community, they might, you know, need help with volunteer opportunity, uh, you know, need help with something, so mm-hmm. it might be a great volunteer opportunity mm-hmm. for you, perhaps, yeah. Yeah, especially since, you know, we have limitations on the programs, they're mainly online, you can definitely chip in through um, different community services. For sure. Okay, this was sort of a more lengthy episode, (laughs) and I think this will actually be the end of it, so thank you all for listening. Yep, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.